found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Wednesday edition of Tidbits, also known as a hump day. And a happy hump day to you, Matthew. A happy hump day to you as well, my friend. Now, in today's world, yeah. You know, it's kind of a hip society when it comes to eyeglasses, okay? <laughs> it's a hip society with eyeglasses <laughs> nowadays. And I looked over at you and I thought, I think my buddy's got multiple pairs of eyewear, do you? You're just now noticing that? Well, I'm just, <laughs> but I'm thinking now back in the day. Yeah. You bought one. And that was it. That was, And that, that's kind of the, the same thing here. Okay. So I discovered this website where you can get glasses pretty cheap, right? Okay. Like 30 bucks, 40 bucks a pair. Okay. That's pretty reasonable. Yeah. And so it, it just, it occurred to me, you don't wear the same shirt every day. You don't wear the same pants every day. Well, some of us. Well, some people do, but. Because you're why, only supposed to wear your jeans or wash them. <laughs> like once every yeah. eight months or whatever. <laughs> it just, it hit me one day. Why can't I have different glasses for whatever mood I'm in? So I have. I don't know, five or six. I can really that through. right? Yeah. Plus, that means you've always got backups. Mm-hmm. Because back in the day when we were younger, you had that one pair, and heaven help you if they got broke. Yeah. You didn't have a backup no, unless you, you still had your old pair that were... That weren't quite... A lesser <laughs> prescription, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you've got multiple pair. I have two main ones that I rotate. All right. And then uh, everything else just kind of, oh, I feel like wearing these now. So you buy the frames relatively inexpensively, mm-hmm. and then what about the prescription lens? No, it's like it's like 30, 40 bucks total. Total? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. So you're not just getting frames, and then no. you gotta worry about the glass. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. That's pretty reasonable. Yeah. Sometimes cheaper. I mean, sometimes depending on the style, yeah. then it goes a little bit more, but. You know, back, you know, of course, years ago, the. The trend for me was wire rims. Yeah. You know, back in the early years. Yeah. And of course, those were the most expensive. Of you course. Know. Of course. You could get uh, the old. Now, what people is popular were the ones that nobody wanted. <laughs> like these, like the ones yeah, I have yeah, on. They yeah. were just, no, you didn't want those. I, the first time I got these, someone, someone looked at me and what they call them? Birth control glasses? <laughs> <laughs> to be the Earl Nightingales. Mm. Okay, because or he had these big. <laughs> well, you got your Earl Nightingales on because hmm. they're they're big or dark. Harry Carries. Yeah, I mean they're they're kind of big dark frames, but they're popular now. Yeah, you know, and it's. Um... I was like, oh, hey, thanks, my <laughs> my birth control glasses. Okay, cool, thanks a lot for that. <laughs> now, oh people... no, they look fine on you. <laughs> <laughs> you you can pull them off. It's fine. You know, let me backtrack. But it just dawned on me that in today's world, it's far different than it used to oh, be. Oh, 100%. You know? Yeah. 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 You know, eyeglassware was a major purchase, mm-hmm. let alone the first pair of soft contact lenses I got. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, that was like a spectacle. And this was in the late 70s. Okay. Yeah. There's like 300 and something bucks. Oh, I know. They were so expensive. And then you got this bubbling heating unit that yeah. had to sterilize, you know? Yeah. And have it, and you got insurance, okay? You had insurance in case you lost one. You did. And then it was like 30 bucks to get another one. One lens. Mm-hmm. And, and those... 
<laughs> it was expensive. I mean, it was an expensive yeah. proposition back then. It really was. And they're not made probably any differently today, more modernly, of course, but back then the profit margin had to be humongous. <laughs> the same, probably the same it thing. It was you know humongous. What I mean? yeah. You're getting a box of six now for eighteen ninety nine. okay? <laughs> and it's like back in the day, you had to pay insurance and pay uh, 30 bucks to get one. Right. <laughs> oh, heaven help me. If, and back, at, you know, if you fell asleep, they'd stick to your eye. And, oh, and, yeah. All the, yeah. And then, heaven help you if you lost one. Now, oh, jeez. My mom bucks. used to wear hard contacts, like oh, yeah. like gas permeable. Yeah, hard, yeah. You remember? I've never tried those. Yeah, they were super small. Yeah. They just went over the black yeah. part of your yeah, eye. They yeah, they were super small. The pupil. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she lost one one time and it was like the whole world had to come to an end like everybody stopped what they were doing oh it was in the shag carpet i know i feel like it it was uh that well that was the problem is that we had we had longer carpet it wasn't quite shag but you know and i feel like it was on the back of the dog or something is where it finally it's always the weirdest spot on earth you know uh, so anyway there we go there's uh the, yeah there's eight minutes we'll never get back of that conversation <laughs> based on eyewear. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> but it's just, uh, you know, it's so different. But yeah, yeah, I've not worn a pair of eyeglasses since I don't know when. And the other cool thing is on this uh, this website, I can get like prescription sunglasses. Is that right? Yeah. So I got a pair of that too. I tell you, in today's world, it's just, it's hip. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's. Then you see those Ruby, what are they called? Ruby Parkers or whatever they are. Parker Warblies or whatever. Warblies? Yeah. Yeah. You ever go that brand? No, they're they're kind of pricey. Okay. I mean, the, the one I use is like super cheap, like super, super cheap. <laughs> but. They've had this collection since the 60s when these, <laughs> when these frames were out of style. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I bought those at thirty eight cents a piece. <laughs> so the pro the, I did the, the biggest issue I had was uh we were in we were at Disney. Okay. And I was on we got on the bus to go between like our hotel and somewhere else. Okay. And um I'd been switching between my glasses and, and sunglasses. Okay. And I left my this, <laughs> Oh no. So these are my second version of these. Okay. And the first version I left on a bus at, at Disney. So oh, no. they're in Orlando somewhere. That's so, got to be crippling. It is. Well, I had my prescription sunglasses that I got okay. to wear like all around the park at night, so I could look like one of those really cool guys. Yeah, you don't stand out at all. <laughs> so, do you like if you go on a trip? Do you take like a a, a spare regular and sunglasses now, or mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, because you got to have a backup if you leave them somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But at those prices, who can't afford to lose a pair or two? Exactly. I hand them out to friends. Look, here, you can have a, you can have a pair of mine. I'd, some, I'd really need to get a pair of glasses just to have them. Yeah. You know? But you know, right now, I've not, I'm not wearing any lenses right now. And I, I, mean, find, and I find that I don't really struggle. You don't even have contacts in it? Nothing. Right now? Really? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And it works out for my shorter vision as well as, you know. I think my eyes are getting better. I, <laughs> I just, I'm getting way better with age. How about that? Plus, you know, 
Have you dealt with this? That's ridiculous. Now, there's no way you're able to do that, there is, are you? That is ridiculous. Now, I can without... If I had glasses or contacts yeah. in, there's no way I'd, you know... But right now, I read that with no problem. Really? No problem. I couldn't. I'd have to take my glasses off and just hold it like six inches from my face. Which is kind of what you do. Yeah. <laughs> I watch him. And yeah, I, you know, I, I, especially <laughs> if we're in meetings. You know, he's, he gives me... He just gives me some comic relief. <laughs> Especially if the subject gets touchy. Okay, I watch him. Or if I get annoyed. And then, yeah. If I he starts the annoyings coming on, it's the cleaning of the glasses. Yeah. If the glasses come off and I start cleaning, that's that's usually my tell that I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> this, is, this is a dumb meeting. I know. I know all of his intricacies. <laughs> And I can usually monitor how a meeting's going based on Matthew's actions. So, but this is minuscule print, but I have absolutely no trouble. No kidding. Nothing. Let me see it. All right. Let me see it. Here we go. Yeah, no. That's... So seriously. Now, even if you lift your glasses up. Now, if I, if okay, I right, do okay, this. Okay. If I pull my glasses down <laughs> and look over, the, yeah, I can read it from, what is it, about seven inches away from my eyes? Yeah. But if I just have them on, like right here, I can't read it. You can't, don't have long enough to even, okay. Well, if you get, it's, the, the, the problem is what we're looking at, the print is so tiny. Yeah. Like medicine bottle, like, like instructions, I mean, it's, directions. It's so yeah. bad. And we're supposed to read this <laughs> as professional broadcasters. We're supposed to like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but it's colored. <laughs> they utilized a little ink on that. That's right. And, got that in color day <laughs> it is 6 32 <laughs> you know one of the things you like to say yeah that i recall and i don't know if you still do it a lot but somebody will say whatever to you and you'll say you're living the dream i'm living the dream okay still do <laughs> all right we're going to talk about your dream oh and how much it costs to live the american dream oh boy okay oh boy so we'll uh, take a break we'll come back and we'll talk about living the dream coming up on tidbits This is Tidbits. It is a hump day edition of Tidbits. And we continue with this, living the American dream. Okay. From getting married, Matthew uh, went through that. I was there. (laughs) 20 years ago. Having kids, he's been there. Got a couple. Saving for retirement. Of course, he's been doing that for years. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> the American dream is increasingly out of reach, hmm. costing about $3.4 million over the course of a lifetime. Dang. Or double the median lifetime earnings of the typical U.S. worker. Wow. That's what living the dream costs. Financial site. Investopedia calculated the lifetime costs of 10 common American dream milestones, including owning a home, car, getting hitched, and raising a couple of kids, which you've got the two kids. Mm -hmm. The cost of owning a home with your 10% down and 30-year fixed loan at 7.2% interest calculated at $796,998, not including taxes and lender charges. The cost of owning a used car. 
So hold on here. Okay. So would you pay for your house if you're paying your mortgage back at $796,000? I have to believe it'd be over a mil. Wouldn't you think? No, that's probably the life of the loan and that what you pay back yeah. total. Yeah. Because you know, because you know, around this neck of the woods, you back in the day, you bought a forty thousand dollar home. <laughs> you know, that's what we paid for our house. And you know, it, uh, after your interest and everything, and you look yeah. at the final payout, and you think, "Gee whiz, look at that!" <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it adds up. So I'm presuming that would be over the life of the loan what you pay back. Right. Okay. But I'm just wondering how much how much the original cost of the house. I'm going to guess I mean? in the one hundred plus range, probably. Yeah. On average. Cost of owning a used car over 60 years. <laughs> 10 separate cars <laughs> lasting six years each. That's what they use. Okay. And again, I'm going to milk my last vehicle for all it's worth. Okay. It's the, <laughs> this is it. This is my final vehicle. This is it. Right. And it's already, let's see, it'll be six years this year. The oh, age wow. of this vehicle. Wow. And I got it new. Mm-hmm. But anyway, if you do that, 271330 bucks. what you'll have in vehicles. Wow. <laughs> Cost of raising a couple of kids to 18 years of age. Jeez. 576896 bucks. That excludes the cost of giving birth in a hospital. Yeah. Which is, on average, 5700 out of pocket. <laughs> For those enrolled in large group health plans mm-hmm. and putting both kids through one year <laughs> of a four-year in-state college program at $42,070, including room and board. I'll give you a year. Get out. <laughs> I guess that's how you have to be. Yep. Health insurance. That's another huge expense. Yeah. 934,752 bucks. Man. In average family premium costs, representing 39 years of current annual costs for individuals 26 to 65. Wow. Then there's the $35,800 average cost of a wedding and engagement ring, and the $715,968 expense that's retirement. Mm representing 80%, 80% of your 2022 median household income across 12 years. The average life expectancy past the age of 65 and the $7,848 average cost of a funeral hmm. and burial because you got to wrap it all up <laughs> and live in the dream. Eventually, you wrap it up, okay? So $7,800 for a funeral? Yeah. That's on the cheap end. Yeah, that's average, it says. That's on the cheap end. Having a dog and a cat, that could mean another $67,900 plus in added expense over a lifetime. Seriously? If both pets live to the age of 15. Gosh. <laughs> That's just for your pets. The costs calculated are not a reflection of all costs associated with life. Many include elements some may not choose for themselves, as well as exclude elements that may be necessary for others. Investopedia says the average lifetime earnings of Americans across all education levels is at about 2.3 million. The median lifetime earnings for the typical U.S. workers about 1.7 mil. Remember the, the ads for college? Earn another million. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. In your lifetime, you'll right. earn another million going right. to school. <laughs> but how much of that will you spend paying back your education? Well, maybe that'll be forgiven. <laughs> well, there is that. The uh, underscores why single earner households are more likely to struggle than those with two working adults. And I'm struggling <laughs> constantly. Yeah. And we learned that we're making, we need 11,000 more dollars to live like we did two years ago. Yep. So there you go. They, that's living the dream right there, Matthew. 3.4 mil. Hi, aye, aye. So. That's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot of money. And I guess, you know, if you take your, you know, your average salary like me, I may push a million dollars in my lifetime at my 12.3, okay? Because, you know, I get a little here or there extra, you know. I get free candy out of the box out there. And, uh, <laughs> so that's a, that's a benefit. Out of the free box. Uh, I don't know uh, what that slot's in the top for. Yeah, the church sends me lunch every, every month. I do get that, Okay. Uh, and uh, you, you got know. people making you biscuits and gravy and hash yeah. browns and everything else. That's right. Carry that's in, coming so. up a week from this Friday. We'll have that. Yeah, that's right. Hard to believe that's upon us. So is this, I mean, like, <laughs> is this just a reflection of, I mean, what is this? <laughs> I guess, what does this take into account the last couple of years and how much inflation is just skyrocketing? Well, see, I, you know, I got to wonder how accurate it truly is now, you know, with inflation. There's a uh, there's a thing I haven't like looked into the truth like if it's super true, but there's a scene in Home Alone where Kevin goes grocery shopping. <laughs> Home Alone, yes, <laughs> and he buys all this stuff and it was just under twenty bucks, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I want to say just a couple years ago it was it was like thirty dollars. Okay. Now it's seventy. Is that right? Yeah. What Kevin would be paying for what he got in the movie? Yep. <laughs> yep. Now that's a that's a big difference. That's a huge difference. Have you watched that this season? Yeah, we watched okay. that. Uh, we went and saw that at the State Theater after the Light of Logan Sport. Okay, it was a good time. Hmm. We had hot chocolate. Had by all. It was a good time. Okay, good turnout. So you got there in in time to get the hot chocolate because it was limited. Mm-hmm. This, according to a new poll of two thousand Americans. They believe the average person should be able to afford their dream home by the age of 33. Okay? Why not? By the age of 33, you should have it. The surprising results reveal that aside from their ideal house, the average person should also be able to afford a car by the age of 26, (laughs) along with a starter home, a starter home, and a child by the age of 30. After that, Americans should have enough dough to have a second or third child by the age of 32 and, shockingly, retire by 44. Now, come on. That sounds perfect. I should be done. You and I should both be done. I should have been done a long time ago. A long time ago. (laughs) What on earth am I still doing? Okay. (laughs) I should be doing this just for grins and giggles. (laughs) It says many are making moves toward that goal as more than half of those polled 
say retirement is their top savings goal. Way to go. Now, seriously, what are they earning? All right, you've got 2,000 folks here. Right. I'd like to know what their average income is. Sure. Because there's a big difference in what your plans are based on what you're earning, I'm telling you that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And that starter home is your permanent home. You know what? The house we bought when we were first together, you know, 20 years ago, we're still in. Yeah. And it was our, quote, starter home. But what happens (laughs) is, and our, our house was like, it was... I want to say it was the um, the leftover of a very bitter divorce. Okay. Okay. All right. And so they were just unloading it. Like so it, was one, a, it was a hot tamale. Good yeah. deal. So we got a good deal on it. Yep. And um, our mortgage is like half of what people typically pay in rent around here. And we own. I mean, it's our it's yeah. our house. Which you know? is the reason that you really want to own a home rather than rent. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been very hard to give that up. Yeah. I, you, know. you know what I mean? And it's certainly, I mean, it's served its purpose. You've got two children now, nearly adults, you know, really. Right. So why worry about, uh, you know. To me, you know, this starter home stuff and the blah, 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 you're hearing in this stuff, it's a pipe dream to many of us. Yeah. It's just a pipe dream. Yeah. A dream home. What the heck's that? What is a dream home? My dream home is buying that property out there <laughs> and building a house on top, you know? Build it, and, so that's you gonna, wanna... and that's going to cost me, like, what? Seven, $75 million? Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, the, the the quarry that was for sale was, yeah. what, $3 million, $3.5 I wanted million? the quarry, and then I wanted the, you know... You had to build a house in there, so let's say... It'd be at least another half million on yeah. top of that, so... So you're talking, you know, my dream home... You're looking at four, yeah. $4 million? I mean, the ultimate dream home. Sure. Sure. I mean, you could take your boat right in. You know, you go out on the, you know, come visit old Dale. You'll have your own cabin. Okay. That's what I was setting up. Sure. You know, a wonderland. Oh, yeah. For my friends. Right. I have so many. You do. And, you know, you could go out in the boat, just bring it back, dock it right underneath. You know, just what a life that'd be. Yeah. That'd be great. But, you know, the, the reality slaps you in the face at some point. Yeah. And I wonder what would have happened to us. All right, let's just say that you and I were teamed up for many, many years, and we've been together many years. We have been. Let's say we took this on the road and we did this in New York City. What kind of money would we have made? Right. Our our dreams would have been far different than they are now. Absolutely. We probably would argue all the time. You know we would. Bitter and nasty. This this show would not have lasted. No. The length that it has. And you know we'd be into it all the time. Contract negotiations. Right. I'm more important than he is. <laughs> Show wouldn't be nothing if it weren't for me. <laughs> See, it That'd creates be, bitterness. It would be that sort of thing. Yeah. But here in the small town. Yeah, we get to you know? we get to do this. And and the other thing is, because I have been asked that occasionally over the course of my career, you know, why have you like stayed? And it's because yeah. you have so much more freedom here. Yeah. You know, and it's like yeah. I've known I've known so many people that have went to a bigger market and then one day they come in and they fire the entire staff. Yeah, it's it's a. I mean, especially, that, that especially now, it's absolutely really, uh, happens. We're going in a different direction. Yeah. Everybody's gone. Thanks for your work. We'll see you later. And, and you're finished. If you need to talk to a counselor, we have one standing by. That's that's the reality. And it's like I want no part of that. Yeah, you know. And I dip my toe, you know, into a larger market, and it wasn't all. It was all you know, out to be made. 
Yeah. It's just, you know, and then the pressures. And then, you know, you're... I knew guys in this business that I met along the way that have been in 14, 15, 16, 18 markets. And I did not want to become one of those dudes. And that's basically what you got to do. Yeah. You know? I did not want to become one of those dudes. It's very seldom that you stay in one location, you know, cush Mm -hmm. like we have, Mm -hmm. you know, because we've made very good money here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, you know, but really, I mean, we've done this. People seem to like us. I mean, they, they do. Okay, they seem to. And, you know, we don't make a lot of money, but we right. don't have the pressure. Right. And we've been doing this for far longer than we probably ever would have yeah. in a different market. So, And, I, you know, in a different market, I, you know, I'd be probably dead. I probably would have gotten the world dope. Okay, mm-hmm. it would have fell out a three-story window like a guy I work with, you know. Yeah. It's just that kind of living, oh, yeah. that lifestyle. Yeah. That guy was spending more, snorting it up his nose than he was earning, mm-hmm. you know, when he was in Boston. Dang. I mean, you, t- you talk the stories of some of these guys, and it's ugly. Yeah, it's it an is. ugly world. Yep. And, uh, you know, me, I can't afford to do anything, you know? <laughs> so, therefore. <laughs> so, here I am. Okay, it's just. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, that guy, he ended up killing himself. But he, you know, the pipes of an angel to me. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, the, I mean, the guy was just one of those voices. Yep. You know. Yep. And at the same time, we were the same age. You know, he was coming down his ladder. Okay. Right. He'd been falling from grace for quite some time, and I'd met there. We we met right here. Yeah. Yeah. In market number ninety three. <laughs> and uh, it was an ugly world. For sure. Even there. For sure. So. Anyway, Matt. There we go. All right. I also secretly worked places that no one ever knew I did. I worked in Indianapolis for a while. Nobody knew. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you were privy. Yeah, I knew that. But my boss had no clue. <laughs> <laughs> because back in the day, they used to make us sign non-competes, yeah. which are about the most worthless thing. I mean, come on. When you're when you're paying someone what we were making, a non compete is about the dumbest thing. I mean, if we were making six figures, okay, but we're not. It's like a drug test. What do you care? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I had to go through a drug screening there. Yeah. Now you would think, who cares? You're a DJ. Yeah. Now I wasn't worried about it, of course, but it's like, it's not like we're pilots, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yeah. enough about our careers. Anyway, we've we've had a lovely. We've lived the dream. We have, <laughs> and, we have. and we have come at least within one third of that total needed. There you go. <laughs> so, at least one third. <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'll. We're doing at least a third of what we should be doing. So that's, that's all we can ask. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like. And thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.